Orknaus. This is Orknaus. This is an Ork analysis. This is an Ork analysis. This is an Ork analysis. This is Ork analysis. We're back. We're still reading. Reading is fundamental. Reading is fundamental. Especially, especially if you get pictures to go along with those words. Word. The birds? Word. The verbs. Oh, the birds? <laughs> the birds? <laughs> like the birds? What are you talking about? The birds. I've been drinking. Birds. Kill or Be Killed, Volume 1. There's no, there's no subtitle to this. It's just Volume 1. I respect that. Uh, the, the classic combination of Ed Brubacker and Sean Phillips. These guys... I haven't read everything everything that they've written, but the things that I have read, there's no misses. And that's there's just no Coke's way of saying we're probably going to end up reading everything that they've. Yeah, read. we're probably going to read some more stuff because I've got like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six plus this. Yeah, so about seven different things. They kind of know what they're doing. They they got an idea. They got uh, an idea. I, and I'm just judging it off this bad boy because this is a sleeper, bad boy. Sleeper criminal incognito, my heroes. Fate, oh, I read Fatal and I read the Fade Out. They're both very good. Yeah, we'll we'll do we're you we're gonna do a lot of these. Let's just be real here. Let's be real here. That's as excited as you're gonna see Coke. We're, oh, we're, we're gonna do it. I caught myself. Because they're 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 gritty like noir style yes. stories. And with a little pinch of supernatural just to kind of they like to squeeze a little bit of that in there just to Which kinda, is which is the best intro for Killer Be Killed. It's kind of like a dark noir. Yep. With a pinch of supernatural, yeah, um, it's it's kind of like an everyday story. You think a lot of the stuff and themes that are going on are everyday things, and then something comes along to kind of shake that loose, and the situation escalates muy rápido. Yeah, what I like about this too is it's kind of a it's about vigilantism, but it's a new angle on it. Yes, it's not glorified at all. It's like this guy, he's messing the head. <laughs> Let's be honest. His name is Dylan, of course. His name is Dylan. <laughs> and so knows. Mrs. Dylan, watch out. Yeah. yeah Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of crazy. Because basically, in short, I'll spoil a little bit in the first, because it's just the first issue. But he tries to heal himself, and it doesn't work. No. And from that, he starts. In hilarious fashion, too. Really funny. Yeah, yeah, really funny. I won't tell you how, but he tries to kill himself. Doesn't work out for him, and he kind of gets a, a new lease on life. Like, holy, maybe, you know, that was scary. Like, I I was scared, and I realized that I don't want to die, actually. Yeah, it's weird that you say this book is about vigilanteism, because you're not wrong, but it's also about purpose. Like, mm. th- what a man will do, what a person will do, when you find a purpose, because his ascension to being the best i guess vigilante he can be is really good and like really thought out and really purposeful and it's all it's often weaved through the life that he's trying to live even to the point that he constantly like complains about like how do people live double lives it's so fucking hard to do and it's true it's yeah it's insanely hard sorry mate he's getting choked up we found about coke's had a double life so what the I, walls are closing in. Because what I like about this is, yeah, the deeper he gets into into 
his activities, the harder it becomes. It's kind of like you can do things once or twice. It's almost like uh, cheating on your significant other. You do it once or twice, you you know, you probably won't get caught. But if you keep doing it over and over and over again, you're playing on fire. And it's the same sort of thing. Like he's got to sneak out at night while he's living the roommate, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, how many times are you going to get away with it until he starts to notice that you're actually leaving every night at like 2, 3 a.m.? Like it's <laughs> And then coming back with behavior. like a broken faces and bloody and beat up and another parallel like it's at a certain point once or twice when you have to go and kill somebody you're going to be apprehensive and unsure and figuring out like if this is the right decision but around third or fourth like you get comfortable like you you understand when to take that shot you understand the moves you have to take so like there's there's truly an arc of i guess this guy descending into a man-man or a killer or a vigilante or a hero or anti-hero we've yet to find out we've both read past the 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 volume one that we're covering mm-hmm. just because it's so engaging like you really want to know what's going to happen to this guy because we met him at his lowest low and they use the plot device of kind of jumping fast forward a few times yeah in kind of the action of where he's supposed to be so you can catch the reader up and it works really well it shouldn't work as well as it does, especially with that uh, washroom scene. Yeah. Yeah. That, that works great. really well. And then yeah. that's not even the payoff. What happens immediately after that is so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's hard to talk about this book because I don't think we really want to give away a lot of it. No. We, we got to come to a term. Are we going to – like we got to come to terms when we do AAs. Are we going to spoil these things or not? Like because it's <laughs> – I'm all for spoiling the bad because it makes us more fun to read it. Right. That's our, that's our, there you go. I like that because yeah, this is crazy because he's talking to you a lot through this book. He, he talks to himself, Dylan, right? but he's breaking the fourth wall constantly as well. Cause yes. he's kind of like, wait guys, let me back you up. <laughs> like I like how in the, by the third issue, he's kind of going, man, I'm doing it again. Like yeah. I but promised you, I wouldn't tell you the story backwards. But here I am doing it again. Like, what does that tell you about me? And he's like having a conversation with you. <laughs> right. Which I hope is like a ultimate payoff. Like, I hope he's actually talking to somebody by the time you get to the final issue. Yeah. Or just like, he's explained the whole story and like of, of whoever in his life because people are coming in and out of his life. And again, I'm jumping ahead of the story, right? Like, this is just a guy that went back to school for grad, grad school, right? He's doing his studies in college. Mm-hmm. He has a roommate. His roommate has a girlfriend. And that alone, that plot line alone, could have been its own comic run. Yeah. However, this is kind of the miss for me, and I don't know how, how to explain this, so I'm not fully going to explain it. He gets greeted with someone with an offer he can't refuse, and he's forced to take up kind of a vigilante lifestyle. And the way that he keeps his morality is who he goes after. Now, the, the cheat code here is that if you know the writing team, if you know, uh, not you personally, but the, the royal you, if you understand what how Brubaker writes, his stuff always comes back around. So the, the, the way that, let's say, Kira is acting, for example, and the way that he sees this messenger that, that tells him, like this stuff, because this, these are very noirish stories, these things will come around, especially Kira. She could be 
a femme fatale because Brie Baker loves those, right? Right. Because you're you're reading this book. Like, I don't know. I am. I'm like, yo, is this girl for the streets, or or is she just like, or is she like, just confused? Like, I like she's kind of already a femme fatale, right? Like she's yeah. ruining one of those two lives off jump, right? So she is playing with like fire but like but then like when i first because when you first read her doing the stuff because she's kind of bouncing between the two guys to make a long story short but it's you're kind of like yeah this girl's this girl's kind of like that's that's not right but then when she kind of hear her reason her rationale mom, oh it's just the same like, thing like when you like when you hear how like, why she's doing it you're like ah, oh, all right and now i feel bad yeah right? i don't like, feel bad it's just like oh cool i like i understand i understand what you're doing but like, it's not gonna work out the way you think it's gonna work out. Like again, and that's kind of life, right? So that's why it's this book's so kind of uh, like unassuming because he's dealing with like real life issues that you can kind of um, relate to. But the vigilante side of it isn't something that you couldn't relate to. No. But his his climb and his come up is because he does certain things along the way that you're like. Yes, that's what I would do next. And then, like, he's giving us the tips of, like, oh, if you read this and this, it gives you information about this, this, this. Yeah. And, like, he's doing detective work. Yep. Yeah. He's. Is he? Is he a better detective than Batman? He's a better detective <laughs> than Batman. <laughs> and he's he, he, broke. <laughs> and he's just got a gat. He got a gat from his dad. Let's see. Yeah. He found one in the stash, and then his first kill was. It was, you know, what's cool about that first kill that he does is it's so like unassuming. It's so not glorified. It's just like runs up on the guy, pop, bap, yep, he's just down. And it's like there's no flashing oh. lights. There's no like no. crazy action. It's just like pop, and then he's just he's just left with his mind. Yeah, that's crazy, and like man. unfold it. And as much as we're giving credit to the writing, because the writing deserves a lot of credit to the point that in the artwork and kind of the the rollout of the comic, they even isolated. They give like writing its own negative space and white balance and like yeah. sheets so you can really pay attention to. The artwork is near flawless on what they're trying mm. to capture. Um, for the first run, it's all in winter. So you're constantly getting white spaces, negative spaces, but you're getting white snow and like over everything, right? Like anytime you're outside and it helps alleviate all the darkness that's going on with the themes of the book but like the lead character is often in shadow or in a black coat or has a sinister look over his face so you either see white snowflakes or red blood and like the way that i've seen as many gunshots and blood splatters look gorgeous and it's hard to say that without sounding crazy but when you look at the book like i saw a dude's like face explode and it was one of the most beautiful panels I've seen in a comic in a while. It, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's it's haunting. It's it's weird and like there are moments where it's almost surreal backgrounds. Like they don't match with what's happening, but it lends to itself with this guy's freaking out right now. Like he's about to take a life and like this is not a normal day to day thing, right? And I just going to the corner store. So like it's it's infused with like pinks and like pastel greens on like snow on like a black wall, but then like bang, and then you just see like splats of like red blood. I was like, 
like, what canvas is this? Like, why am I so attracted to this book? This book is so attractive. And I don't know if, like, our society just has this weird murder porn thing. Because we were talking about Dexter earlier. (laughs) Like, this is, like, if you're a Dexter fan, there's kind of a little aspect of that to this. This is someone that's taking, without spoiling anything of that, there's, there's, there's some, I think, some related materials there. And just kind of finding and I also love just to go to, to to branch off that point. He's constantly second guessing himself yeah. throughout the whole book. I I love that dynamic. I love when characters are really struggling with something they're doing and they're kind of looking for reasons to not do it, but then convincing themselves that they should. And it's the back and forth, back and forth. Like after he after he, he does the first kill, it's like, oh man, should oh, I have done that? And then it, right. all this stuff rolls out, and it's like, yes, oh wow. The peeling back the wow. layers of what happens after that death is so yeah. well. First of all, the way that he finds that first death is amazing. Yeah. And like trauma, like like unpacking trauma. And then what follows that. But like, because we've read ahead. So like, I'm so excited to talk to you about this yeah. off the air. Um, how those ripples start to manifest in the world is so good. Yeah. And like, you can start to see things shift for him and change yeah because then he's, he's not aware of because after that first one he kind of gets a bit of a a bit of a complex where he's kind of like yo i'm doing good right by committing murder <laughs> and he kind of gets and i, I mean, he's trying to at least like okay well like i can't rely on the same method i found the first kill so let's look for another one and he goes to like strip clubs and stuff and he's it's almost like to me i'm kind of like dill you're trying a little too hard now I know you got to do this like regularly, <laughs> right? But you you're going a little far because he just like. The but you hear his thought process on it yeah. though, right? Like he explains yeah. like why I'm going to go here, and this leads to this, and then this is connected to this, yeah. and this whole backstory of how these people ended up here. Like there's thought to it. So even if he's doing it for the wrong reasons, he ends up finding the right rationale, which for good or bad, I don't know if it's going to be a payoff. But for as a reader, as the audience, you're like, oh man, like, like how many times in the book you're like, oh, don't do that, like that's yeah, not that's, smart to yeah, do. Especially after that first one, I was like, no, 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 don't yeah. do this. Don't. And you do just this. you just keep reading. There, there's also these weird like touch tones. Like I know he goes back to, I guess his mother's house to get like those boxes of old artwork from his dad. His dad, yeah. But I love that, that, like, honestly, that's a cheat code for the artist. Like, that was an excuse for Philip to do, like, these beautiful kind of rich toned. How do I explain it? They're like, if you've ever read those, like, 80s novels or, like, those sci-fi novels that have those amazing cover arts where it's, like, pastel and, like, lush planets and stuff. Like, that's infused into the book, too, right? So, like, that takes you out of kind of his current mindset because his world's kind of bleak and dark and kind of unsure and frantic but then he looks at this artwork that's coming passed down from his father and it's 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 adult stuff right like there's some new chicks there's a lot of of boobs right yeah basically right but um but it's like well done and the way that it's introed is him talking about his coming of age right and that leads because the writing's so strong that image leads to his relationship with his best friend and then you learn why that and slow on, and then that's how he finds a gun, and so on. And so, like, this is an onion of a book. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, we kept reading. Yeah, you got to keep going. That's... We kept reading. Um, yeah. 
I can't believe this is our first. I think this is our first time doing a, a brewbaker thing too. Well, which is it, crazy because he's take, takes time. We it get, does take time to get around. There's a lot of writers and a lot of turtles that we usually read turtle stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll go go back to turtles immediately after this um, <laughs> <laughs> to reset the bar. But uh, it's I was going to oh go for it. Fine. No, I was going to talk about just how he's balancing the two lives because like there are things in it. There's a there's a pinch of supernatural in this, but. Is it or is it just his head? Like how? And that's what I was gonna say. That's the one thing I was gonna like before we even push record. We were like, "How do we talk about this if we love everything yeah. about it?" And I was like, "Do we yet?" Right? There's one thing in it, and it happens to be the supernatural aspect. That, to your credit, may not even be supernatural. That's the one thing that was essentially the catalyst for his change of careers. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's real because as you keep reading that kind of dissipates. So I'm yeah. hoping it comes back around. I'm hoping there's a resolution to it, but that would be the takeaway because I don't think he needed much to get to this point in his life. You assume no, that... a supernatural was something that needed to push him off the edge, but he was already ready to kill himself. So yeah. that's Dylan's why def- I think that's why yeah. I think it's in his head. I think he's just, it's just re- like, he's kind of like, well, I didn't do it. This thing made me do it. It's like, well, that voice is, in your head, pal. I think you're a little nuts because you're going around with a red mask on. Shooting it's, <laughs> he's definitely walking the line of Fight Club and I guess a little bit of Moon Knight, if that kind of supernatural turns out to be true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Um, but as as dark as the themes are, they're somewhat relatable, which is I don't know if that's weird to say, because like his day-to-day life is shit that we're all going through, right? Like yeah. he's depressed. He's sad. He, like, he can't relate to everyone. And the one person he wants to relate to, he, he really can't. Like, that's super messy. Yeah, well, because we didn't mention that Kira is actually his best friend. Like, it's his best friend, and then she starts dating his roommate. and they're. But he's madly in love with her. He's madly in love with her. But once she starts dating his roommate, she kind of, like, stops going to see him, right? Obviously, because right. she's going to see her boyfriend. But then she keeps giving him ah, 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 ah. So I just yeah, love yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the, it's complicated. The, it's messy. But as soon as he finds a purpose, then roles reverse and he kind of is like, yeah, I don't and, have time for this. And it's like, oh, like I appreciated that, right? Now it's all like, can we talk? Where are you going? What's right? it? It's like, you guys didn't care about me before. And then in the second volume, you see even more of his life start to bleed in, right? So. And it kind of lines up like the second volume seasons change. So he's not in the winter anymore. Right. Like, I think it's well, what comes spring, after winter right? spring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I always forgot. I was like, wait, a minute. Um, you'll never know what season it is. <laughs> you'll have to keep reading to find <laughs> out, guys. You'll never guess what season comes after winter. <laughs> Again, I don't think I'm doing justice to the way the paneling and the artwork looks. Um, it's realist. It's definitely tonality beautiful like they use the amount of blacks to like like it's it's almost always night which is amazing um it's not the normal way that you would do paneling boxes like they often move into the scene more yeah so like yeah. everything's Blend, congested right? yes but like still divided that you know like something's happening and even the painting is kind of nothing's fully brushed or covered like a lot of things are bleeding out and I th- which I think is kind of a theme of what's happening to him. Like a lot of things are bleeding together and lines are blurring. And I think walls are closing in the artwork definitely reflects that. And again, one of the most beautiful books for like blood being splattered 
everywhere. Um, if I sound psychotic because of that, fine. But read the book, and then you'll see. You'll see why. But uh, and I, I love how they end it with the to be continued too, because like that that was just an easy way for me to say yes, I will read another one immediately. Yeah, because this first arc is only the first four issues, and I read the first four issues. I'm like. And I could read it another four yeah. right now. Like I need more. Yeah. It's engaging. It's gripping. Um, I like when he has that. There's that one. I'm going to spoil the one thing just to not spoil. But remember the vision he has in the train? <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole scene where he does this. And it's like he makes it up in his head. And yeah. then he's like kicking himself. He's like, well, look at that haircut. What, what are you? <laughs> Who has a haircut like that? Oh, very racist of you. Very good. It's like because yeah. he pictures like he's, he gets so into it. The whole point of that. Is to say he he gets so into what his he's head. doing, yeah, in his head that he's fantasizing about it now, and it's like, man, this 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 kid, he's gone so you may far, be right. so fast, right? That's, yeah, that's, you may be right. We may be watching him just slowly descend into madness because, and he he kind of has a he's starting to develop a bit of a holier than thou attitude. Like I'm saving this person, I'm saving yeah. this person. I'm like, and that's also why the walls are closing in because that whole other side, the ripples are like, we think there's a connection here, right? Like. Yeah. He's a better Batman. I'm just gonna put that out there. He is. He's a better Batman, and he doesn't He's even have. He doesn't have money. Doesn't have Alfred. Doesn't have a bat suit. This is a red mask. Love that. Love that. How do you he's, like that look? He's not a better uh, 24 because he's got to sleep. But um, no, yeah, uh, he is. How do you like that look? The, I, the hoodie with the red mask. The hood. Yeah. Red hood, like Deadpool. I feel like these are all kind of little touch tones of like yes. It's not smart. Like if I'm a murderer, I'm not wearing a red ski mask. But in terms yeah. of his <laughs> his arc, yeah, I th- I think it works. He's got to get. I was gonna say he's got to get a silencer, but then they kind of they kind of break they down do why though. he doesn't bother using a silencer. Yes. He's like he's like it's not like a movie where you get. Doof, doof. It's more like a. And then scene. he picks up a shotgun. He's like, uh, sometimes you just need to scare people, and that yeah. pays off later. And like, oh, he was talking about this. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's. I'm gonna give this the lowest rating I've ever given the book because. Well, I'm still, I'm still reading. Like, like always with arc analysis, we give it a good or a bad rating. Basically, boom for good, ba for bad, whoosh. If we don't even know what the hell's going on. Can I give a ba to just um, Kira? Yeah, give a ba to. Put pussy gonna get him killed. Doing that, but. Pussy's, pussy's gonna get him killed. Oh wow, that is pussy is getting him killed. Really, like you can you can tell literally the situation though. Like is he he's doing he's doing the right thing. Like he's he's kind of depending like, who my roommate is. Depends if on your if you if you are if you yeah. and I are roommates, yeah, <laughs> I move it out. Sorry, buddy, <laughs> I can't stay here. You don't need that drama, man. I can't. Every I, like that's that's. That's the meme of the dog sitting at the table where everything's burning around him. And he's saying, "Yeah, this is fine. Oh, it's ex- this yeah, is that's fine. exactly what it is." And then you, can do, you can't turn anywhere because as soon as that room is empty, no. it's like, "Oh, it's misery, misery." And there's that like, whole pay- that there's Rock a whole payoff where the- <laughs> men can run from it, but we ain't that strong. Sooner or later, it's gonna get us. <laughs> and there's the, that great scene where they talk about like, "Oh, the room went away for a weekend," and they go to open the door, and they're like, ah, "Out!" There's like, "Oh." It's like, nah, man, I'm yeah. not dealing with any of that ish. Yeah, and then is yeah, then they they start to notice he's leaving at night. Oh man, what a! It's a good read. <laughs> so We're so past it because I I want to talk to Coco about like what happens after, but we can't. We don't want to spoil all that for you guys. Killer be no. killed. It's a boom. volume one. Boom. 
Easy. Boom. And she, she would have to be a redhead. That's the only way she could be a femme yeah. fatale. Have to be. She's she, red hair, blue eyes. She's a Jean. Jean! This is a Scott Logan. Is this a Scott Logan? Right oh my god, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the personalities. Yeah. Yep. One's a Boy Scout, one's a vigilante. Yeah. 